Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. We create one-on-one custom fitness solutions to achieve your goals without wasting time or compromise. We build and rebuild committed people so you can get out of pain, get strong, and get back to living the life you want to. We don't waste time. So let's get on with the show. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock. Today, we are talking about pain and injury, how these things happen, how you can determine if you're in pain, if you're just in some discomfort, whether or not you should keep going, and whether or not what you're doing is potentially causing more harm. So first of all, if you have kids, if you are listening to this and you have children, honestly, if you are listening to this and you have ever been around children, then this will probably make sense to you. Have you ever seen a kid running around, having a good time, possibly playing with other kids, possibly just getting the zoomies, and all of a sudden they fall down? They fall down kind of hard. Everybody looks. That child will often look to their parents or look to the adult in the situation. And depending on how the adult reacts, that is how the child will react. If the adult says, oh my goodness, are you okay? Oh, that was so big, that was so bad, you you fell really hard, there is a very high likelihood that child is going to start crying, will be in a ton of pain. And it seems suddenly, it seems like someone threw the switch. It's because the child doesn't understand how to react to the situation yet. They don't have any of that background. So they're looking for some information from people who have been through this before, from people who have had this experience already. They literally don't know how to react. Remember that pain is emotional. For adults, the reaction is completely different. Some adults fall down and they just get right up, even with the exact same amount of impact. One adult will get up and shake their head and move on. Maybe they got dirty. Maybe they ripped their clothes, whatever it is. Another adult will react similarly to the child. They're in a tremendous amount of pain and having a hard time moving on from it. There are some terms around pain and injury that will change the way you think about pain and injury and possibly even change how you're feeling right now if you are experiencing any pain. The terms are insult, irritation, pain, and injury. This is how we look at how these things progress. Insult. Insult is the subconscious intake of any stimulus. You don't even realize it's happening. You're dealing with it right now. Your body is constantly dealing with small insults throughout the day, and you don't realize it. It's literally subconscious. You may have had the experience of sitting in one position for a period of time, maybe an hour, and suddenly your hip starts hurting. It seems to come out of nowhere, and you will shift the way you're sitting. That is the moment that your insult has become an irritation. Irritation, the second of these terms, is the conscious intake of stimulus. It's uncomfortable. 
Now, is it good discomfort? Is it bad discomfort? Both exist. Good discomfort drives a response that we want. Being sore after a workout is irritation. You're aware of it. It may change the way you move. It may change how you make decisions during the day. Irritation drives adaptation. DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, getting out of pain, recovering from injury. You must feel discomfort for something to get better. Now we can walk you through how to tell good irritation from bad irritation because they both exist, but irritation isn't automatically bad. Now taking irritation, what's left is you making an emotional decision around what this irritation feels like. Pain is a negative emotion associated with irritation. It's made significantly worse by uncertainty. If a little kid falls down and starts bleeding, they don't know if they are going to die. They have no way of gauging how bad this irritation they have just experienced is. The more you know about what you're feeling, the more you expect to feel the way you're feeling, the more you expect this irritation, the less likely you are to experience significant pain. We want to set expectations around this. If you are starting a new program, if you are a coach walking someone through a new program, it would be wise to set expectations not only for what you are going to do and what it is going to be like, you should set expectations for what it is going to feel like and you should set expectations for what it's going to feel like afterwards. How are they going to feel tomorrow? How are they going to feel the day after tomorrow? What are some good indications that what you did is working? What are some indications that it may have been too much? What are some indications that it may have been not enough? Lay these out ahead of time. The more people expect it, the less likely they are to see it as significant pain. So we've talked about insult, irritation, and pain. That leaves us with injury. Injury is a decision. Injury is a decision I can't. If you talk to someone who has a knee injury and you say, okay, can you bend your knee? And they say, yes. Can you do that? Is it tolerable? Is that okay? Yes, I, I can bend my knee. Bending my knee is fine. Oh, okay. Can you walk up and down stairs? Yes, I can walk up and down stairs. Oh, interesting. You Can you walk during the day? Can you walk places? Yes, I, I can walk places and get places. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a little confused. When, when are you having this, this pain you're describing? Oh, when I squat anything over a, like a medium weight, maybe even a light to medium weight, it really starts hurting and it hurts bad. And then I'll, I'll feel it for hours or even a full day afterwards. Okay. Now what they're feeling is significant. And what they're feeling deserves a lot of attention and some careful assessment and some careful planning. They don't have a knee injury. They have a squatting injury. They don't have a knee injury. They have a squatting injury. Their knee is overwhelmingly functional, but they can't squat right now. So now we know what to focus on. I am not initially concerned with the base mechanics of the knee joint, where if they said they had a knee injury, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh no, 
this knee doesn't work. This hinge doesn't hinge anymore. They're unable to lock it out, which may be the case. I have absolutely worked with people who presented that way. But the person I'm describing to you has a squatting injury, and it may well be something around the knee joint. I suspect what I just described doesn't have a lot to do with the bone. And this is not just being pedantic. This will let you drill down into what's actually going on. The injury is stopping you from doing something. It is You have made a decision that you can't because the pain is too significant, because it's intolerable. What are the things you can't do? Using that, you can already start drilling down on your own to what's going on. If your wrist only hurts when you do push-ups, but you are capable of writing with a pen and opening a doorknob, then your wrist is overwhelmingly functional. We may have a problem at extension, and it may be a mobility problem with the joint, but your wrist is pretty good. We have a push-up problem. Drill down into that. Remember that uncertainty leads to more emotion. Uncertainty around what this feeling means, letting irritation become pain. And if you're not sure, it can be a very scary and a very frustrating situation. If suddenly something doesn't feel good, it has become an irritation or it's already become pain, it's quite likely part of the reason it has become pain is you don't understand why it happened, you don't understand what's happening, and you're not sure what to do. So let's go over some basic pain rules that will keep you moving or give you an indication you to stop moving. And this is the kind of stuff we talk about with clients all the time, especially people coming back from injury, especially people doing a return to sport protocol, especially people who have been in chronic pain. So you have a pain scale. Your pain scale goes 1 to 10. Everyone's pain scale is different. Yours is correct. Imagine what a 1 is and what that would feel like. Imagine what a 10 is and what that would feel like. 1 to 10. If we are feeling 1, 2, 3, or 4, you're good. Continue moving. Keep moving through this. Even if you start at 0 or 1, and you do an exercise prescribed by your coach, and that exercise takes you up to a four, and while you're moving, it's a four the whole time, keep going. If that pain is either staying the same or reducing, rep to rep and set to set, definitely keep going. You're moving in the right direction. If that pain is at a four, and it starts raising, if it goes above a four, stop. Stop. If it suddenly starts arching up, if, it, if it's a two or a three, and suddenly it's a four, five, six, seven, hard stop. And when I say stop, we're going to stop, we're going to put the equipment down, and we're going to move on from that movement for that day. It doesn't mean your whole session is over. It doesn't mean we're not going to come back to that movement next time but we're stopping that for the day. If you're experiencing pain in that one, two, three, four, 
And as soon as you stop the movement or put the equipment down, the pain goes away. It's a great sign. Keep going. If you put the equipment down and that pain, that, that number four pain stays and stays and stays and a couple of minutes later, it's still a four, stop. A few seconds afterward is fine. You put, let's say it's a dumbbell exercise, you put the dumbbell down and you feel it for another 10, 15, 20 seconds. That's okay. Another minute, two minutes, and it still feels bad, stop. And you definitely, by the way, with all of these, want to pass this on to your knowledgeable coach. You may want to talk to a doctor if you hit any of these stop points. After 48 hours, you should have soreness. Now, if you are not sore, and we've covered this in depth before, it does not mean that your workout wasn't hard enough. Remember, soreness is a relatively poor indication of progress, meaning being more sore doesn't mean the workout was better. Being less sore doesn't mean the workout was less effective. But after 48 hours, feeling soreness is perfectly normal and perfectly reasonable. If you are feeling focal pain after 48 hours, so by focal pain we mean not just my shoulder really hurts. Oh boy, my shoulder is sore after all that work. But you can take your finger and point to a single spot and say it hurts terribly right there. If that's true, you definitely want to talk to a doctor or a coach. Soreness is fine. Focal pain is not. So we're staying within a one to four. Getting better stays the same rep to rep. You're good. Gets worse, exceeds a four, stop. If you put the equipment down, stop the movement, and the pain goes away, great. If you put the equipment down and the pain doesn't go away and hangs out for more than, let's say, 30 seconds, stop. After 48 hours, you're feeling focal pain, stop. These are relatively simple rules, but will help you tremendously, especially if you are someone who's having some pain whether it's chronic pain or coming back from injury, because there's often the concern that you are making things worse. And part of making it better, part of coming back, is getting and staying a little bit uncomfortable some of the time. Coming back from a lower back injury, your lower back is going to feel things on a very regular basis. Coming back from a shoulder injury, your shoulder is going to be uncomfortable on a very regular basis. But we want to keep it within very strict guidelines because that's how we know, one, that we're headed in the right direction, and two, that you're able to recover from the stimulus we are giving you to make sure we can continue recovering from this. Just like any workout, if we go too hard, if you grit your teeth and get through a workout that takes you up to a seven or eight out of 10 in your pain scale, it will likely take you so long to recover and we will have to take so much time off of these movements and this recovery protocol that you have demolished any additional quote-unquote advantage you got by going extra hard by the sessions we will have to miss and the work you will be unable to accomplish. So insult, irritation, pain, injury. 
understanding these things will really help you understand pain in a deep and significant way. And keeping these pain rules by your side, understanding these simple guidelines around whether or not you should keep working, whether or not you're making things worse, can give you a level of certainty that not only feels great because you know you're headed in the right direction, but literally will make things hurt less. I think that's what I have for insult, irritation, pain, injury. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star rating if you have the time. That makes a big difference. DM us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. Any questions, if you just want to pick our brain. If you'd like more info, the website is feelstrong.me. We value effectiveness, individualization, and empathy. If you want to see what it's like to have an expert in the field, really listen and hear what you need to build you the perfect program to get you where you want to go, today is the perfect time to get started. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much.